You're listening to Mr. Suave at MrSuave.com. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. It's a mod, mod Ma'am, did he hear that or did he smell it? That's Mr. Charles, isn't it? Yes, sir. This is a cocktail, isn't it? Yes, sir. They'll get together.
mine, but we had a few pre-cocktail party cocktails. Like before the cocktail party <laughs> with cocktails. Uh. Mm. Get out of those wet clothes and into a dry martini. It's time for Mr. Suave's Swingin' Cocktail Lounge. Welcome to the Cocktail Hour. That's right, it is a double-sided show with two great sets of music, perfect for sipping your favorite cocktail. This is Modcast number 451, Songs for Your Cocktail Hour. And joining me this week is a cocktail queen herself, Mary Queen of Cosmos. Hi, Mary. Hi. I'm smiling. How I'm are drinking you? A, I'm drinking a gin and tonic, and that Dr. K martini swing just really put me in the right mood. I know, right? It's, it's a little bit kitschy, but I liked it. I liked it. It works. It's got these really complicated cross rhythms, and then it's got that kind of monsters sounding keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's a little bit cartoonish with some of the background sounds and the zings and the zangs and the ooh-la-las and stuff, but uh, it seemed like the good way to start a cocktail party. Yes. Too bad I wasn't listening to it hours ago. Yeah. Then cocktail- I started drinking. <laughs> I was just going to say, your cocktail party usually starts pretty early. What are you drinking? Gin and tonic. Classic basic it's hot outside it is hot for seattle anyhow uh i am having a suave diablo haven't had one in a while those are delicious remind yeah. me what's in it tequila creme de cassis uh lime juice and then you top it off with ginger beer and i put a bunch of hellfire bitters in it and that gives it the little kick that's the diablo part so, All the good things. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very nice. Uh, and I haven't had one for a while, maybe since last summer. So it seems like we're approaching summer, sort of. And it seems like a good time to bust out the uh, tequila. Cheers! Cheers! So this is our uh, cocktail show. What I love about this is we're playing long sets. We're going to let the music speak for itself yep. while we drink. That's, that's right. So we're going to have more rock, less talk. Well, maybe not less talk, just different talk. Intermittent talk. We decided to do music for the cocktail hour, and we each picked 10 songs, and then we sort of mixed them up and randomized it and totally picked them at random, and we each ended up with a few songs of our own and a few songs of the others, and then we had to make a a coherent set out of that. So we got two sets that are going to come, part one and part two. Mary's going to be first. I'm going to be second. We'll let you listeners decide who did it better. This Sound is good? a competition? Uh, everything's a competition with me. Okay, And I'm Rob. always the winner. <laughs> right, right. Well, should we get this going? Yeah, let's, uh, let's get this going. And uh, do you want to give people any hints as to what they got coming or just let them be surprised? Surprise! Yeah. 
And every step I take recalls how much in love we used to be. Oh, how can I forget you?
and don't waste gin. It's your mother's for when she's depressed, remember? Welcome back to Mr. Swab's Mud Mud World. That was an entire set of cocktail music chosen by Mary, Queen of Cosmos. Mary, tell us a little bit about those songs. That was a really great set. You know, we collaborated well. Uh, we did. That last song, we did. That last song um, is for your, your listening audience, the in-crowd, the mm-hmm. Ramsey Lewis trio. Uh, that's 55 years old, that recording. I know, right? How hard to believe that. The original. Mm-hmm. The original after Dobie Gray's version. And uh, I was listening to an interview where uh, Ramsey Lewis talked about he and his band, they were in this coffee shop in DC trying to figure out their set list and what they wanted to end that was kind of new and fresh. And um, the server there who was pouring them coffee said, I got just the ticket. And she went to the jukebox and played the Dobie Gray version for them. And wow. it took like all of 10 seconds and they, their eyes just locked and were like, this is it. This that's, is it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we left off. Before that was Ass Enchilada. You gotta love a song with a name like that, right? Mm-hmm. By Hammond <laughs> Express. I don't know much about Hammond Express. Um, I mean, you you really went for some deep cuts, which I'm impressed with. How did you come across this song? Uh, this is something I discovered a long time ago because it is actually kind of a side project of a band, an Italian lounge band that I really like, Gazzara. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the lead singer, the lead guy is Francesco Gazzara. And they're, they've been around since the 90s. And I bought the cd back then in the mid 90s i was uh do you remember like going into barnes and noble or borders and they would have listening studio things where you could put headphones on and listen to music like you were in your own booth yeah right and you you could listen to like the newest releases from that week or something and i listened to this because it's got this great cover it's red and black it's a silhouette of a guy sitting on a vespa and I, of course, you know, I was like, wow, that looks cool. And as soon as I heard it, it was like all this cool lounge, acid jazz, soul kind of mix. Um, and that's Gazzara. So Gazzara, <laughs> fast forward a few years, uh, the lead guy and the bassist put together this side project called Hammond Express. And it's a little bit funkier and a little bit more, um, I don't know. And I mean, look at the title, Ass Enchilada. So it was an exactly. Irma record label comp that I found that off called It's a Groovy Thing. And it's um, Irma label. Irma from- Deuce. Yes. That's a, Billy, that's a Billy Wilder film with Jack Lemmon and Shirley MacLaine. Right. And then it's now a record label out of Italy for the last 30 years or so. <laughs> yeah, I, ca- I kind of want to know that story, but maybe for, a, for another show. But that's a great song. Yes, yes. Uh, before that, we had Stereo Lab, Cellulose Sunshine. And that was from their, oh my goodness, I cannot read. Oh, Chemical Chords. This is another one of your selections. It is. What I, what I loved about 2008, what I loved about this song, um, 
it just sounded so, the tone of it is so optimistic. It kind of reminded me of the monkey. <laughs> yeah. In terms of tone. Um, and this was the so this was the album that they recorded after the the eulogy. The, it was a follow up to Marjorie, Marjorie Eclipse after Mary Hansen's death. So I thought yeah. this was a really interesting response, sort of the joy. Yeah, maybe they were of, moving on. Yeah, yeah. There's such a sort of whimsical quality, and it was also an attempt to make good on um, their their affinity for Motown. Yes, the entire it album. Well, they make good on that for many of their albums. There's a lot of soul, 60s pop and soul influences, and exotica, and jazz. They're another band that I discovered in the mid-90s, probably in a listening booth at Barnes & Noble or something. I used to do that a lot on my lunch hour from work. Go over and listen to music in the in the little listening lounge. And in then the brick and mortar era. And try and find those songs on Napster and download them for free. <laughs> that was the Napster era. <laughs> the Napster era. Um, I may get into that when I talk about the avalanches. Okay. Uh, before that was Cast Your Fate to the Wind by Vince Guaraldi. And uh, what was that, 1963, I think. He, When he talked about that song, he talked about, like, this is the song that I'm going to be remembered for. And when people ask me to play this at, at concerts, at live events, he said, it's like signing a check. Um, and then two wow. years later, <laughs> two years later, he was recruited to re record the soundtrack for Peanuts. Yeah. And uh, that's what he is remembered for. But I grew up with this album. He has a very signature style. You can tell it's him, even though it doesn't sound like Christmas. Before that, when it was one of your picks, and I, I heard this, this song literally right before we started recording. The, the Martini Bombs is the name of the, the duo from Portland, and the song was Operation, Operation Fascination. Do you want to tell us about this? Um, yeah, it's just another thing that I found somewhere, you know, digging out old lounge music. Uh, Operation Fascination is, uh, is the song Martini Bomb. The duo is two brothers, and they recorded a bunch of stuff around the turn of the century, like from 98 to, I think, 2002 or so. And they sampled, like, tons of really cool stuff. Everything from John Waters. They sampled hmm. John Waters films and things. And Ennio Morricone wow. and Raymond Scott and Joe Meek and all these things. And put together this kind of loungy, acid-jazzy sort of... Uh, it's great cocktail background music, you know? Yeah, and, and from, from my research, it kind of sounds like they describe themselves as the MacGyvers of producers, <laughs> sort of putting things together with chewing gum. Um, before that, the Avalanches from their 2016 release, uh, is it Wildflower? And the song is, If I Was a Folk Star. What I love about the Avalanches is they've got this sort of 60s, 70s musical vibe. But, but when they recorded their yeah. first album, it sort of like it harkens back to that Napster area when you could sample stuff for a song, you know, for a penny and just sort of get away with yeah. stuff. And and so there's what I love about this song is it's got that kind of 60s, 70s um, musical vibe, but that sort of free flowing sampling from the 90s back in the day. That's a nice mix. And before that, we kicked off the set with There's Always Something There to Remind Me of You, Burt Bacharach. Ms. Warwick. I've, I've got to tell you though, my yes. first introduction to this was in the high school jukebox uh, where we would play, this was actually the only good song on the jukebox, but it was the Naked Eyes cover. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. So I listened age. to that version every day during lunchtime at 1030 for three years in a row and then was shocked. You mean this version right here? Here it is. Cause there is 
the one. Makes makes exactly. me think of lunchtime yeah. in the morning. And then I was shocked <laughs> as an adult to realize, oh, that's a cover for Bacharach, Dion Warwick. Who, who is your favorite yeah. Bacharach singer? Do you have one? Well, I mean, of course, Dion Warwick, because she did so many. I even like some of the stuff that uh, that he did with Elvis Costello yeah. in the mid to late 90s, you know? Um, and there's he has so many great songs. And it's, it's hard to say, is that a cover when so many people do Burt Backrack songs. Um, I mean, everything's a cover at that point. Even Dionne Warwick is covering it, sort of. It's I guess. true. It's true. That's a good point because he's a songwriter and they're singing his songs. Right. We saw him a couple of years ago at uh, Jazz Alley. You saw him. I had the Noro. Oh, that's right. I, you had the Noro. I had the Noro. But okay. we did get to see Ramsey Lewis sort of bringing us back full circle. That's right. Um, I right. think it was five, saw him five years ago, I want to say. Is it that long ago? Wow. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was great. Um, that was a good show. The back rack one, you didn't miss much because where we were seated, all we could see was the back of his head. There's, there's a back <laughs> rack pun in there that I'm just not going to make. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it sounded good. So that was... Uh, that's all that matters. Mr. Suave, I'm excited to hear your set. All right. We'll get to that in just a second. I'm going to tell people that if they want the track list to know all the songs we just talked about that you played in your list. Where would we find you? Modcast homepage, mrsuave.com. Don't forget to spell out the mister. All right. Let's get back to some more music. This is my set coming up right here for cocktail music. <laughs> Okay, I'm leaving that in. Hello, CD listeners. We've come to the point in this album where those listening on cassette or records will have to stand up or sit down and turn over the record or tape. In fairness to those listeners, we'll now take a few seconds before we begin side two. Yeah, 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 yeah
a happy hour.
Fancy drinks and charge ten bucks a pop. What's in a martini? Gin and vermouth. And that makes a what? A martini. Never heard of it. Welcome back. That was our second set of cocktail music. You looked like you were going to say something. (laughs) I was just trying to count how many drinks we've had. (laughs) Well, I'm still nursing my first and only one so far. It's a little early for me to get going too hardcore yet. I know. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself, Mr. Suave. 
I like that thing that I saw on Facebook that, you know, it's like those games where you figure out what your your Italian gangster name is or something. And it said, mm-hmm. your quarantine alcohol name is your first name followed by your last name. I loved that one. <laughs> Which is, of course, Mary, Queen of Cosmos. Yeah, right. Uh, it is uh, sadly too true, too. Apparently, alcohol sales, at least in the U.S., are up literally over 500% since the beginning of the the shutdown and all the quarantine and everything. So I realize how people are coping. Same way I'm coping. (laughs) So it makes makes sense to have a a couple of sets of cocktail uh, background music, right? Perfect for your cocktail hour. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Cheers, everyone. So that last song there was uh, Once Around the Block from Badly Drawn Boy. And that was actually one that you had originally picked that ended up in my set list. Thank you. Thank you for, I love uh, Badly Drawn Boy. Uh, I was introduced to them from the movie About a Boy um, and they did a lot of the the soundtrack. And um, just that, every time I hear that uh, instrumental once around the block, I don't know, just makes me kind of- Yeah, no, it's very cool. Yeah, it's a sweet, sweet little jaunty tune. And I don't think it's ever been on an album. It was only released as a single, but it was released like five times between 1999 and 2002 on various seven inch singles with different songs on the bat on the B side. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully. Different market, different marketing it, yeah, opportunities. It's like sort of a DIY, you know, indie type thing. Um, Badly Drawn Boy, I think, and I could be wrong because I don't know a lot about them. It's not really a them as much as a him. And then he always gets like people puts people together for whatever album project he's working on. Right, so like coalescing all the mus- or musicians and instrumentalists needed. Uh, right before that was Seattle's own Johnny Astro with Patio Pizzicato, also from 1999. And I love Johnny Astro. We have seen them at the Parliament Tavern. You were there. Was I? Yeah, you and I and Greg, we went and saw them play and Yuri, our friend, was doing all the like retro movies in the background and the strobe lighting. Yeah, it was a good oh, lounge night. I like that was Johnny super Astro. Fun. I've seen him uh, a few times around town. And they're they're like the real deal because they're a lounge band and they do like surf lounge kind of jazzy soul stuff. But all of the people in it are super musicians, like super well accomplished. Susan Pascal from the Susan Pascal Quartet plays the vibes and she's fantastic. The lead singer and kind of the main guy, mm. uh, Marty Gerard, he's famous for having been the guitarist for the Motels. Oh my God. Yeah. And uh, they've got a bunch of other people that are jazz session players and things. And so like they're, and then they go out on, you know, Friday nights and they play crappy bars like the Parliament and they do really fun <laughs> sort of lounge stuff. So I th- always thought that was kind of cool. And before that, Richard Groove Holmes, another uh, nod to Bacharach. Do you know the way to San Jose? Uh, 1969. You know, I was born in San Jose, California. Oh, I'm sorry. And, thank you very much. <laughs> As a kid, I always assumed that this song was written about that San Jose. And only recently it's occurred to me that maybe that's not the one. <laughs> You're right. It could have been another <laughs> San Jose. I don't know. Uh yeah, that, that uh, Richard Groove Holmes is, uh, is a great player. And he used to do, like, in the 60s, these kind of Hammond or, um, organ battles with Jimmy Smith. 
And so oh they'd God. like play back and forth at a live show or something. Anyhow, I love that. That's uh, his album, 1969, Working on a Groovy Thing. Before that, a fantastic pick that you made and ended up on my list, Stan Getz, the great Stan Getz and Charlie Bird, Desafinado, uh, 1962. It's, that's a, that literally is a classic. It is. You know, I've been listening under quarantine and working from home. I've been just listening to a lot of Stan Getz in general, just on shuffle. Um, there's just something calming and comforting yeah. about his music. Yeah. As you know, I watched the Ken Burns jazz documentary like during the first week and a half or so of quarantine every single night. It's like 18 hours long, so it's a, it's a good week and a half if you're going to watch a little bit every night. And I learned that Stan Getz, I mean, he had a rough life. He was a heroin addict, among other things. Uh, but he was also busted like early on, like when he was 19 or 20, for robbing a liquor store. Went to jail for a few years. Got out. Got back into music. Still doing all the you know crazy things he was doing before, except the robbery part was gone, thankfully. But man, what a! I mean, the lives. What a life! I know the lives some of these guys had, along with the music they produced. Would we have got the music without the trauma that they endured? Right. Without the trauma, without the experience, it's hard to know. Right. So anyhow, uh, another one before that, I really love this too. The Budos Band with their version of My Girl. Uh, it's from 2007, the Budos Band 2 album. What I love about this song is it's not obviously My Girl, except in the bass. Right. There And there's just so much play, melodic play on top of that bass line. Um, I just think it's a really interesting take. Yes. For that, probably my favorite Style Council song and one of the best jazz soul songs ever written, I think, that was Dropping Bombs on the White House, 1984, <laughs> uh, off the Style Council's sophomore album, their second release, Café Blue. I'm just stuck on Dropping Bombs on the White House and fantasizing a little. <laughs> I know. it's Who knew it would be so relevant now? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say anymore. Uh, Oregon, the Vice Yard was right before that, and if you didn't recognize it, neither did I. Mary, you found this. I found it. I'm always looking for new Oregon releases. I I love them. I love them. I love them. Yeah, this is not even out yet, really. I mean, the sing it's a single, but uh, it's from a forthcoming album, apparently coming this summer. We hope. Uh, but it does. We hope. The Vice Yard. It does sound like cop music, sort of. It has it really like a, does. like a Rockford Files vibe to it or something. It's really cool. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a good take, Mr. Swan. The Vice Yard. It's like the Vice Squad almost. Uh, let's see. Right before that, oh, Esquivel, my fave. Juan Garcia Esquivel with Yayo. 1968 off his album, 1968 Esquivel. And you have to say it that way because it has two exclamation points. Two, two, two exclamation points. And I thought that... You know, it's Esquivel. That's a great way to start any cocktail set. So I kicked it off with that, and it kind of gets you in a little bit of a, a cocktail mood, I think. Yeah, because that's the only thing I need is the perfect song right. to get into a cocktail mood. Yeah, you can hear a jingle on TV, and you're in a cocktail mood. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right, so that track list, as always, over at MrSwab.com. You can see all the songs that we both picked there, and you can play all this just straight through, you know. Uh, you can just skip over the parts where we're 
blabbering on and on. And the music itself is really fantastic for sitting outside and sipping some cocktails. Because what else we got to do? It is sadly true. Well, it's been good to um, catch up with you for this, Mary. As always, you pick some great songs. I've really enjoyed this. And I'm trying to remember, what are we closing out with? Oh, uh, we have one more. This was one that I I had in my, my picks originally. Gert Wilden and Orchestra. A German right. film composer. And I nixed this because the album cover had a topless lady on it. Yes, it and does. And she, she wasn't wearing whipped cream. And, you know, if I'm going to see a topless lady on an album, I'm going to see her covered with some whipped cream. Yeah, uh, Wilden was a famous film composer in Germany in the 60s and 70s. And uh, one of the things that he's most famous for is a movie called School Machen Report, which is the schoolgirl report. And it was a faux documentary about the sex lives of schoolgirls, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm curious and horrified and kind of want to dig it up. Well, it's Germany, first of all, and it's okay. 1970 when it comes out. But here's the kicker. It was the number one box office film in Germany for like 10 weeks or something in 19 okay that's amazing but it has a fantastic soundtrack it was released by one of my favorite labels from the 90s i don't even know if they're still around anymore crippled dick hard wax and they released tons of 60s and 70s film music of german and italian films like from the film library music and it's all stuff kind of like this that's just like swinging jazzy very cool uh they had a really cool series of albums called Beat at Cinecita of Italian film music and they released a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff and that's how I really got into cocktail music was through a lot of that old film music you know Mr. Swab hearing you talk about all these film related songs I just kind of want to dig into your archives now and really sort of explore some stuff we should do it we should do it mm -hmm. um I did recently also find some CDs with like songs I had actually downloaded from Napster back in the 90s and some like old stuff and I was like, oh yeah, I kind of totally forgot about it, but there it is. So got to get that stuff, dig it out, get it back in the mix. Another day, another show. So it's been good, Mary. Thank you for being here. And uh, now we'll take them out with Gert Wilden and Orchestra. This is Dirty Beat, 1970. Great stuff. Stay well, everyone. Hi, Mr. Suave. Thanks for listening.
Your martinis suck!